Okay, uh, we share a flat together. Uh, Mike, I have noticed that you have started using paper plates. Uh, can you please explain yourself? Well, for one, they're not paper, they're plastic. Because I want everyone... <laughs> oh, oh, well, that, that makes it fine, does it? I want everyone to know that I'm killing the planet. But no, it was a guttural instinct purchase merely before. And you say I've started using them. I just got them before on the way here. <laughs> so I just thought, rather than, rather than wash the dishes... I would just grab these plates, and then I could eat, and I'd heat it up in the microwave, eat it, throw it in the bin. Um, but, but, no, before, you put the Raid 2 on, I was eating my uh, roast dinner, leftover yeah, roast you were, dinner from and yesterday. You, you plastic cutlery as well, that's unforgivable. That, there's, there's no... But it all went straight in the bin. I was eating that dinner, and I, I, I should say, the Raid fucking 2 isn't exactly a roast dinner movie. <laughs> I should have been watching Ladies in Lavender, or Gosford Park, or <laughs> I'd even accept Cocoon, or... You know, batteries not included. But fuck you, um, because then I threw them straight in the bin. And I didn't have to wash anything. Um, I took some food back here. I heated it up. And I used a fucking plate and plastic plates and some fucking forks and knives and plastic shit. What's your problem? It's just that paper plates, like, there is an air plastic. that you have, you, you have given up. That there's just... Well, I fucking have! Episode 7 of Movie Bong, a gangster special. Gangster! Call the cops, because it's a gangster special. Well, maybe not call the cops, because that was sort of... If we were gangsters, we wouldn't want... Yeah, no. Unless we were deep undercover. One of us was deep undercover. I've confused myself. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. We're doing a gangster special. Uh, we started up. We've we've seen some gangster movies this week. We try to do a little bit of research. We always try to do research. Uh, now, obviously, we've seen some of the big ones from the past. Your Goodfellas, your Godfathers. Uh, yeah. We went for gangster number one. Uh, we wanted to go for a bit of uh, Cockney gangster. Yeah. Um, obviously, like stuff like Goodfellas. Scarface, it's it's all great. We've seen it a lot. Mm-hmm. I've seen it a lot. I always sort of veered towards Cockney gangsters stuff <laughs> and British gangster stuff occasionally. Um, and I stumbled across uh, a movie called Gangster Number One on Film 4 many years ago. And I thought it was cool. It was um, Paul Bettany pulls out an incredible performance and i think that was the sort of thing that got him noticed yeah it's one of his best performances i've seen yes too, definitely. and it was um what people thought that would get him the role that would get him the joker and uh he seemed very he, he just yeah um but there's a lot that lets that film down i hadn't heard of it at all before now it's it, it's a uh, is it a film for yes film? it's one of the yeah one of their earlier productions um, um, early 2000. You said that Gangster Number One let itself down. What well, do you I thought it was he, all right. Yeah, no, 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 no. I love it. I think it's a really good film. But um, 
What do you think about Malcolm McDowell in it, though? The Malcolm McDowell scenes in that film are so bad, I think I blotted them out of my memory. <laughs> like, he's he's terrible in them. And, and I'm, I'm a fan of, of Malcolm. I think he holds his own in, uh, well, in a range of different performances. But for some reason, this is, like, he, he's very much, he's a caricature of a Cockney gangster. Well, yeah, and... That's sort of the beauty of the film in a way, that there's a lot of caricatures of gangsters and the whole gangster thing that they do and the whole fact that they're gangsters and the, is all slightly ambiguous and Paul Bettany's character is just called Gangster, I think, and he wants to become gangster number one and he's just called... He doesn't have a name, really. It's got a very sort of like graphic novel yes. vibe to it. It is cartoony. Yes. Um, and it is sort of like a novelty. And a strange timeline's within that it starts with Malcolm McDowell as the old Paul Bettany, but then later on you've got the other characters being older versions of themselves, but they're the original actors playing themselves as older, but he's not Paul Bettany anymore, he's Malcolm McDowell, so it all gets a bit confusing. It's very strange. <laughs> but um, I can see kind of why they did that, but still. Um, it's no tank girl. Now, you were saying you have always been drawn to Cockney gangsters and Cockney gangster films. I myself have always enjoyed South Asian sort of gangster movies. I like a good Yakuza movie. And we have literally just this minute finished watching The Raid 2. Yes. Which, which is I... Indonesian and is fantastic. Which I haven't seen before. I hadn't seen. Oh, you um, hadn't seen the second one? I'd seen the first one. Yep. Um, in the cinema a few years ago and I'd been waiting to watch the second one I don't know why for a while because I had heard that it was quite a different beast to the first one um, that it was more drawn out it was more of a gangster film than the first one which was a bit more of a sort of you know red hot action epic Bosh. Uh, Dread did it as well, quite well, in a sort of It's a very manner. similar story. Uh, but to the raid, I mean, when I saw the raid in the cinema, the, uh, the martial arts were just incredible. I saw both of them in the cinema and they both completely blew me away. If you haven't seen the raid, they're honestly two of the best action movies or martial arts movies probably ever made. I think they're just phenomenal pieces of art. And the director, Gareth Evans, is it? Or is it Gareth Edwards? Because I get them mixed up. One oh. did Godzilla <laughs> and one did The Raid. <laughs> I don't know. They're both... Wait, let, real... me get, let me get the DVD. They're both really good at what they do. But... The, the, the... What is it, Red? He's looking at the DVD. The Blu-ray. Sorry. We watched on Blu-ray. Yes. This one is Gareth Evans. Gareth Evans. Uh, well, there you go. So Godzilla... Is uh, Gareth Edwards. Godzilla is Gareth Edwards. So who did Apostle? That was Gareth Evans. Who did The Raid and the Raid 2. Yeah. Uh, which is a fantastic um, folk horror film. Yeah, and is available on Netflix. It's got Dan, Dan Stevens. Stevens and... Um, Michael Sheen. Yeah. Amazing performances from both of them. And it's just like, he's a director who can clearly do violence well. But he doesn't have to. And he proves that in The Raid. Because great characters, it, yeah, and it doesn't have that much martial arts in it. When it does, it's fucking powerful. And so I think there's a bit of a yin and yang kind of thing with the two films. As one, the one is just full on pure action. The other one sort of draws it out. Yeah, 
and um, they're two different beasts, but they work really well together, I think. Yeah, I, I compare them to sort of like how Alien and Aliens sit alongside each other, and they're both uh, equally as good in my... Well, no, I, I think the original Alien is better. Oh, yeah, the original Alien better. And anyone who says Aliens is better, it's just fucking wrong. We, we genuinely, we, we believe this very strongly, and I know it splits opinion, but, uh, but like, uh, I feel it in my bones, and I am right. Alien I, is the greatest movie ever made. I feel it in my fingers. Right, okay, now oh, we're just getting sorry. off topic. That's four weddings. The Raid 2 is fantastic. The Raid 1 is fantastic. Definitely watch both of those. What else did we watch, Mike? Well, for gangster research, I wanted you to watch uh, one of my favourite sort of gangster... I'd call it a gangster folklore movie, uh-huh. uh, which was the wonderfully titled... Things to do in Denver when you're dead. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Which I think is an absolutely fantastic film. It's a similar vibe to, like, True Romance. Very True Romance, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That kind of sort of just epic crime, great sit-down, just popcorn, watch it. It's just great, great sort of cinema gangster film. But um, interesting in the way that it's about the old school gangsters who have sort of been left behind and it's about ex-cons and it's about sort of these and it's about all the old school language that they still hold on to and this sort of gangster folklore which um there's just the brilliant dialogue in that film and Andy Garcia is fantastic Jimmy the Saint and uh, it's just a great cast Christopher Lloyd Steve Buscemi uh Treat Williams is brilliant in it there's just so many quotable lines in it and I just uh yeah, I just love it because it's different and it's sort of a bit dirty and a bit um, quirky. It's got an amazing cast list. My favourite performance in it is uh, Steve Buscemi. As, as Mr. Shush. Mr. Shush. It's sort of like this uh, almost mythic hitman. Uh, and like just an incredible performance uh, to see from from and I, I hadn't I, like I didn't even know he was in the film until it started. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I hadn't even. It's got loads of little yeah. hidden cher- uh, hidden treasures that film. And then when Mister Shush comes up against Critical Bill, uh, I, is... I absolutely love <laughs> that there is a character in this movie called Critical Bill. This is... uh, more movies need. Yeah characters called things like but, critical will critical will <laughs> it's almost as good as desolation williams oh. in ghosts in on or around mars yeah don't get me started on desolation williams that his name is the best thing about that film shut but up it's a great film we're not talking about that film we're talking about gangster films they're kind of a gang yeah on ghosts of mars they're, they're kind of a gang look let's up, just up against some ghosts stick on to the mars. genre when we do an episode on shite Mars movies... All right, all right, mate. We will go there, okay? <laughs> We're going to go to Mars. No, no, I mean, we'll, 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 we'll you know, we'll, we'll handle the subject. Just, look, gangsters, right? I will shoot you in the face. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> As an aside, away from gangster movies for a minute, we watched the Nicolas Cage movie Between Worlds the other day. Between worlds. Between worlds. Between worlds. <laughs> it's fucking mad. It's so bad. <laughs> ah, it's it's like a strange sort of David Lynch-esque student movie. 
uh, about the afterlife with Frankie Potente and a mad Nicolas Cage. And I'm always up for a mad Nicolas Cage. It's a good Because it's always a gamble uh, when you take any film with Nicolas Cage in, really, these days. And Mandy was such a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's seen Mandy. If you haven't seen Mandy, it's this incredible psychedelic revenge movie. It's incredible. Um, but that is pure Cage going crazy and really channeling it and making it work. This was a different animal. If you're looking for a mad Nicolas Cage movie, this doesn't disappoint. It's one of the proper batshit... You know, it's up there with Wicker Man. It's up there with Mandy. What The finale scene, we, we, we mentioned yes. it earlier. Like you I mean, just, you just mentioned it. it to me in the kitchen and I started pissing myself <laughs> laughing. Yeah! I'd, I'd forgot about the finale of this film. I started it, to think about what happened to some of the characters and then... It's and ludicrous. Then it's very funny. Um... Yeah, but it's a strange... I mean, what is it? It's like an erotic, supernatural thriller. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it never quite goes into horror, does it? No, it's... sort of, it's, like, stays around weird erotic thriller territory. It doesn't really go into any genre. I don't know. Um... If you are looking for a sort of like a more cohesive Nicolas Cage movie that I think is equally as batshit um, that's come out recently, I, I'd, I'd suggest Mum and Dad. Yes, with Selma Blair. Fantastic horror movie. I think it was by the guys who did Crank, possibly. Right, um, oh, okay. And it's a fast-paced, like, proper, weird little genre piece. Really cool idea. Uh, twisted, but um, really entertaining. And it's also got a, a really weird cameo from Grant Morrison, the, the graphic novelist. Right. He, he's one of the talking heads on, like, the news programme. Right, See, you know this. It made but me you feel didn't... like such a nerd. <laughs> well, you know this, but you didn't know it was Franca Patente who was Run Lola Run. Well, she looks very different. And, and that's like... even German. Yeah, but it's years later. It's decades later from Run I mean, Lola you Run. thought Gerard Butler from Geostorm was Australian. Yeah, but... You know, he's I don't, Scottish! I don't, I don't pay attention to Gerard Butler. He's Scottish, I'm Gerard still, Butler! I'm still not fully convinced. I think he's like South African or something. In, we were watching Geostorm and you were like, oh, Robert Sheenan. He doesn't even seem know he was British, Irish. Though, does he? he doesn't and seem I was British. like, Gerard I'll, Butler, I'll, he's, got, he's too confident for a Brit. I'll let the Sheenan Irish thing go, but he's a Scot. He doesn't seem Scottish, though, does he's he? He's Scottish. He doesn't seem it. Gerard Butler, he, he seems unequivocally of the Commonwealth. Well, do you not agree? Okay, well, whatever. He should do. He should try and do some more mad films like Cage is doing. To be honest, yeah. wouldn't he work in some weird B movies like that? Butler reconnaissance. That's what we want Gareth to see. Gareth Butler, Jared Butler. Who's Gareth Butler? He's the director of the race. <laughs> That's Gareth <laughs> Evans. We're getting mixed up. But yeah, between new, uh, between worlds is new and mad, and it has. Um, I don't want to spoil too much, but it does have Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Reading the memoirs of Nicolas Cage while having sex. Right, okay, uh, let's move on. Okay, it's the pitch section of the show. I'm going first. I'll be honest, I haven't thought mine through. But I've got a really fun starting point. Okay. Because I like gangster movies. Of course you do. Um, but one thing I've always thought gangster movies have lacked is time travel. Whoa, hang on. What? We're talking gangster movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. you've gone straight into sci-fi. Um, 
What's going I've, on? I've dabbled. Yeah, I've, I've dipped a toe in, in the sci-fi <sighs> pool. But it's very much a gangster movie because it's about gangsters okay, who go happen on. to also be time travellers. Basically, it's called Crime Machine. Okay, I like that. Yeah? Tell me, did you come up with the title huh? and then work off that? W- would it be bad if I had? <laughs> would no. that be so wrong, Mike? Yeah, no. I think some people have definitely worked back in Hollywood. Sharknado was definitely worked backwards. They didn't have like a tornado with bits of yeah, shark in it yeah. and were like, oh, I don't know what we should call it. Yeah, yeah. So, Crime Machine starts with... Chris Tucker. Of course it does. As all good movies should. Uh, I'm thinking sort of like um, Jackie Brown-esque Chris Tucker. You know, sort of young gangbanger Chris Tucker. Yeah, man! I'm going to not do the voice anymore. Well, we're, talking, that, that... we're talking Rush Hour Chris Rock as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, we're talking I'm a huge confident. Rush Hour fan. I know you are. Yeah, all three Rush Hours? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. I'm a ru- I'm a rush hour apologist. <laughs> yeah, Chris Tucker, confident, fifth element, um, strong. Uh, New Jack City is not bad. It's not good either. <laughs> no, uh, no, yeah, it's all right. But then again, um, the 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 gangster film going into the different subgenres, you, you know, because mm-hmm, um, yeah. then you go into like Boys in the Hood and Men's Society and stuff. Yeah, like that. great films as well. So yeah, so we could do a whole different podcast about that. I love. I I know people would love to hear two ginger white boys talk about <laughs> um, ghetto movies. Uh, but yeah, carry on. So in Crime Machine... Crime... <laughs> I forgot the title then. Crime Machine! Chris Tucker is sort of like a, a, a low-level like driver in a gang, you know? like a, Getaway driver. Yeah, yeah, like a, like a, like an LA... Not, not necessarily a getaway driver, just, just a driver. A driver. Yeah. He just drives cars. Yeah, of course you know, he does. For, for, the, for the wealthy gangsters that are in his gang. Um, he and he is given a job, right? Uh, he is given a job where he needs to basically drive. It's a really easy job. He just needs to drive this one guy from point A to point B, maybe from an airport to a dodgy warehouse, as is the life of gangsters. Right. It just so happens that the guy he has to transport is a time-traveling hitman. Right, played by... Ray Liotta. Of course. Right, so basically, this guy's job is, um, he's a time-travelling hitman who has basically done all of the big assassinations in history. Like, it, it's all one guy. Basically, like, you know, like, uh, like, like, uh... JFK? Kennedy. Yep. Uh, Lincoln? Yep. Uh... Maddie? Excuse me? Well, she was going to be, turn out to be the next Hitler, so they had to get rid of her. Well, yeah, fair enough. They don't mention that in the Netflix documentary, but I think it's a valid theory. Yeah, yeah. She was murdered by a time traveller. Anyway, this assassin, or sorry, hitman, he has is, he is, uh, assassinated and taken out some like the biggest hits in history. And that's what he does. He's sort of like, um, he lives between times, travelling from zone to zone, from kill to kill. And he's basically saving up for his last five assassinations. Did he kill Jesus Christ? Oh, that's a plot twist. I'm oh, sorry, I'm just just off on a tangent there. But, uh, <laughs> just saying. 
Not according to Mel Gibson, he didn't. No, no. Carry on. So Ray Liotta is approaching retirement. He has like sort of five, maybe three to five kills left. Right. And it just so happens they're like like the big ones. So like he's got JFK left and he's got Lincoln left. Because the way time, you know, it has happened, but he still has to do it. Yes. Do you know how, you know, time loops are are fucking weird. In gangster films, yeah, it's a really common trope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can see. I'm trying to think out the box. This fucking gangster film that you're making, which (laughs) is actually a time travel comedy starring Chris Tucker. But carry on. Right, well, one thing leads to another, and Chris Tucker accidentally murders Ray Liotta. Right. So the time police get involved. The time police? (laughs) Yeah, the time police. (laughs) They're like the normal police, uh, but they look after time. We did research and watched gangster movies. (laughs) Things to do in Denver when you're dead. (laughs) It's got so much in it. Give it a name. It's just an action. It's a piece of work. Dum-dum shot. Buckwits. What the fuck? The man with a plan. <laughs> I'm really enjoying the this role reversal of you being annoyed at my <laughs> film pitch's implausibility. <laughs> I am Godzilla. You are Japan. <laughs> That's a reference to things to do in Denver. When you're dead. Right, carry on. Uh, so the, the time police get involved. They're very upset the with... fucking time... Yes, yeah, the, the time police... Don't, don't, don't speak ill of the time police. Please, Mike. Sorry, I apologise to the time police. Uh, now, the time police are quite annoyed with Chris Tucker for accidentally murdering Ray Liotta. However, there is a way out of this situation. If Chris Tucker agrees to finish Ray Liotta's last few jobs, only then will time be restored to its natural state and uh, Chris Tucker will be released from some sort of... Uh, Time bail. <laughs> and this is a gangster film. Yeah, it's so. got gangsters in it. <laughs> and they're running from the police, just like any normal gangster movie. You accused me of my erotic thriller um, yeah. from yeah. not being an erotic thriller, mm-hmm. even though it was called Sex Bitch, the Ariana Sex Bitch Chronicles. But fucking hell, this isn't a gangster film. It's a it's a fucking sci-fi hitman movie. It's called Crime Machine, though. Yeah, It's got crime in the name. Why didn't you save that for when we did a fucking, you know, time travel I mean, episode or are... sci-fi episode? It's Time Crimes. There's a film called Time Crimes. We are definitely going to do a time travel episode. I'll probably do Crime Machine 2 for that one. <laughs> now it sounds like hot, hot tub <laughs> time machine. <laughs> you know, I Crime really... Machine 2 <laughs> starring Chris Tucker. Bow, 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 bow. Crime Machine 2. I really wanted Craig Robinson for this as well. Yes, that could be his brother comes into it. <laughs> they're like, whoa! Or his brother-in-law or brother. Go. But I think there's a lot of fun things you could do with Crime Machine. I think like... Uh, but it's not a gangster film, is it? What are you talking about? It's got <sighs> gangsters in. It's a movie about gangsters. Chris Tucker is a gangster. I know, but right. It's a movie about so, him. So it's... it's Being it's a gangster. In- he just happens to time travel. It's interesting when you bring up what people think gangster films are. Obviously, because we've talked about those different sort of some jumpers... Yeah. Subgenres going for it. And I'm, say, I'm talking about let's take it into a subgenre we haven't seen it go into yet. I mean. Bit of time travel, mate. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, okay. What if, about Goodnight Sweetheart? A big, <laughs> the big budget Hollywood Goodnight Sweetheart with Nicholas Lindhurst. Finally! <laughs> if this movie came out tomorrow, 
you would go and see it, though, wouldn't you? If Crime Machine, starring Chris Tucker, came out tomorrow, I would... Chris Tucker as a time-travelling gangster... I would definitely go see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's fun, yeah. isn't it? You're right. Okay, I'm um, sold. Two tickets to Crime Machine, please. <laughs> Can't wait for Crime Machine 2. The whole Crime Machine franchise is going to be ace. I mean, who's directing that? Scorsese or... Oh, I don't uh, think Coppola? Scorsese's touching that. <laughs> are I we, think a, it's are like, we going Godfather? You know, I think this is like a weird, like, like a Jim Jarmusch project or something. Totally. Uh, yes, I can see this happening. You know, um, Jim Jarmusch made Ghost Dog, which I'd highly recommend, which is sort of like an urban gangster samurai movie. It is. It's fantastic. It's, and it's about, again, a bit like Denver. It's about uh, old school gangsters and old man gangsters. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's a really good film to check out. Music by The RZA from Wu-Tang Clan. And Forrest Whitaker plays like a samurai who looks after pigeons and lives on a roof. So, yeah. yeah. That's all you need to know. And there's an ice cream man in it that only speaks French and I think he's really cute. Ah, lovely. It's a great film. Yeah, so I think I think Crime Machine could really work. I, I like the idea of like Danny Glover coming into it as like an old Chris Tucker from the future, right? To warn him. Yes. You know. Yes. And uh, are we going for a family audience though, or is there some gritty violence? Because as we know from gangster movies, they're usually fifteen to eighteen. They usually got some grit and gore in them. A bit of action. I mean, yeah. we just watched The Raid 2, and that was fucking gory. Yeah. A guy shot in the face. There was a guy, like, like slammed against the fucking wall, and his face was a guy. His face was put in the toilet. I mean, I've always preferred an R rating, but I think this could be, like, a family movie. I think, I it think, sounds like, like a family movie. I, I think Rush Hour is a 12 or something. Yes. Because like, I think, like, this could, this has a, a lot of room to go into sort of like a Time Bandits esque romp. Because <laughs> it's, you know, it's Chris Tucker going back in time and killing JFK and Lincoln. Like, you know, Chris Tucker running through a theatre trying to find the box that Abraham Lincoln. Get out the way, Abraham Lincoln! Like, <laughs> I said I wouldn't do the voice. I can see it. Again, it, 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 it's not the biggest... I, I, yeah, it's great. It sounds fucking great. Okay? <laughs> I agree. I can see it in my head. It does... It, it sounds great. It sounds fucking great. I want to see it. And Crime Machine 2, the crime in We are back. Mike, it's your pitch. Pitch me and pitch me good. Okay. Um, right, I got really confused. Um, I like British gangster movies like Lockstock. Yep. Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Snatch. Snatch, yeah. Lair Sexy Cake. Beast. Sexy Beast, fantastic. Um, and they often have... I mean, Tarantino stuff has this, and a lot of all gangster stuff has this, the sort of inter interwining little storylines of different characters and... Um, Different, often different communities within the crime world and different families often, particularly with British stuff. Um, and so I like that interlinking stuff, particularly like the um, posh stoners in Lockstock yes. and Two Smoking Barrels, um, which I'm sure you identify quite a lot with. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chill, Winston. Why would you say that? Because they're these boarding school um, sort of educated posh... Kids selling shitloads, yeah, selling shitloads of weed with 
shittier rifles at one point, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think um, that film's amazing. Yeah. And uh, obviously Guy Ritchie has gone on to various varying successes. He's doing the new Aladdin. He's doing Aladdin. That's going to be his best gangster movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aladdin being drowned in a... <laughs> the genie just turns up with a load of razor blades. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to cut you! <laughs> um, so... <laughs> so anyway. Uh, so I want to go for a sort of Mockney, Cockney, uh, Brit gangster movie. Yeah. Um, with the ambition of Lockstock and um, a big cast. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but I don't know if you're aware of... <laughs> There's a sort of very strange subgenre of really low budget gangster movies that often feature an actual gangster or actual people. I mean, even in Lockstock, there's actual like criminals, there's actual gangsters in it. Right. Um, you know what I mean? The guy that plays the big bloke. There was a whole film about him. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, Guy Ritchie tells a lot of funny stories about getting involved in that world and mm-hmm. involved accidentally, sort of by making these movies, getting involved in the gangster world <laughs> because suddenly he's mates with all these like ex-cons and gangsters. Yes. Yeah, so I want to make a mockney cockney, sort of twisty, lots of different fucking characters, families, interwining, bang. Okay. Yeah. And so it's a bit like those that weird subgenre of British gangster movies you don't see much because they all look fucking shit. But <laughs> and they're all called like thugs and hooligans. Oh, oh you and, mean like this? You like, know what like I mean? Straight to DVD. Yes. Yes. British gangster movies. Yes. I, I know exactly what you, you know mean. You know what I mean. And it's usually got this gangster, famous gangster called Dominic something, or he's got a, I don't know, he's, 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 he's ah, I don't know. We won't mention any names because we might get kneecapped. But, um, <laughs> uh, and they're always called Fugs, Blaggers and Twats or something. Yeah. Right? So this film's called like Fugs, Slags, Blaggers, Twats, Cunts, Bad Men, Mad Men, Whores, Brits Abroad, Gangsters, Hot Dogs and Postmen. So, whoa, what's that? What, what's the full title again, Mike? <coughs> Thugs, slags, blaggers, twats, cunts, bad men, madmen, whores, Brits abroad, gangsters, hot dogs, and postmen. Um, it's like that, you know, the, the choose life, choose the, <laughs> from, from train spotting. It, yes. It's like that. Yeah, I am on a lot of drugs. Um, so, <laughs> uh, uh, so anyway, so uh, our our film starts with presumably a very busy title screen. <laughs> yes, uh, small font. Um, <laughs> we start with uh, our gentle postman. He's uh, he, he played by, and he's called like uh, William King, right? Right. Or uh, is that a bookies? No, William Hill. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck William Hill. Forget him. William King. And his jo- the joke is that his name's Willie King. Uh, <laughs> it's not a porno. Um, anyway, uh, he's just, it's William. He's a postman. Yeah. Um, and that's just what he gets teased. He's played by, now, uh, I, I was homing on Haran about the uh, the casting for this. Originally, right. it was a sort of late 90s Reese Evans, and then he thought possibly Simon Pegg. But I'm thinking Dexter Fletcher. Okay. Uh, and so, right, so Dexter Fletcher, you know, he's from Lockstock and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, you know, he could play this sort of postman. He gets in a, <laughs> he gets in a collision 
with a bicycle collision, right? Yeah. He's a bicycle, he's a postman. Uh-huh. He gets in a collision with a courier. Yeah. Right? A drugs courier. Or he's couriering oh, money, oh. or he's couriering drugs. And he's Handlebar Jack. Uh, played handlebar by, Jack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Played by Tom Hardy, and he's got a handlebar mustache, like in uh, oh, Bronson. Hardy's gonna love this. Yeah. So he's a bit of a nutter, right? And so because Handlebar Jack is the son, one of many sons of uh, this really old crime boss, Handlebar John. No, 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 no. Old Arthur the Gun. Um, Arthur <laughs> the Gun. No, old Arthur the Gun. Old he's Arthur in a wheel the Gun. He's in like a um, a. a, a Fucking mobility scooter. Arthur He's the Gun is. Arthur, old Arthur the Gun, played oh. by Michael. Michael. <laughs> played by Michael Caine. Oh. Big glasses, mobility scooter. Blanket around his uh, legs, but there's something dangerous still in his fucking eyes, all right? Oh. Um, you're only supposed to blow his bloody arms off! Or whatever it is, uh, doors. Um, so. <laughs> Michael Caine, yeah. So he's Tom Hardy's dad, and then Tom Hardy's uh, handlebar Jack. He's got a handlebar mustache. He gets in a collision with um, William, <laughs> and they swap uh, like they accidentally like swap parcels or swap letters, right, or something. Yeah. But the collision is that there's a van that's um, got a group of criminals in it that mm-hmm. are actually following uh, Tom Hardy, Handlebar Jack. Handlebar Jack. Um, yeah, so they cause the collision, yeah. which knocks into both of them. Ugh. Dexter Fletcher gets away fairly unscathed. Mm-hmm. He knocks his arm a bit or something. I don't know. Handlebar Jack, on the other hand, on the other hand, Tom Hardy uh, gets quite total uh, and is like to get fucked. He ends up in the most scooter like his dad this comes Ooh. later uh, plot point um do they race each other that was initially in my head <laughs> but this is when they were rivals well we'll see that comes later that comes later what <laughs> you had tom hardy racing michael kane in mobility scooters yes that was an idea <laughs> yes. that was in your pitch this comes later on in the film sorry spoilers just stop writing my script for me uh you fucking slag uh, right, so Hannibal Jack. Okay, so right, but accidentally, William Dexter Fletcher, the postman, accidentally has drugs or money or what the fuck ever or whatever's in that suitcase in Pulp Fiction or whatever, uh, and he puts it through the letterbox of Tiffany Gurch, Tiff the Spliff, a stoner travel agent, played by, <laughs> played by uh, possibly Lake Bell, who has a brilliant British accent. If you ever heard it in the film. Uh, Man Up with Simon Pegg, which right. is a great rom-com, actually. You should check it out. Um, which I thought, why not put Pegg in it? But no, he yeah, he can be a side character. Whatever. Maybe he, he's the policeman that she is engaged to. I don't see Pegg in a gangster Yeah, movie. fuck him. Okay, right. She's engaged to a policeman. All right. Played by the guy from In the Line of Duty <laughs> we were talking about before. The people at home can't see this, but you're pointing at me with a pen in the most accusatory and threatening way. (laughs) This is a gangster movie, all right? I know, and I feel very threatened. Okay. Now, are you keeping up with this? I think so. She's engaged a police officer. She gets uh, some sort of parcel she isn't meant to. She doesn't have to be Lake Bell. She can be Denise Van fucking Outen. But whatever. Gangsters, British, right. So the boss, uh, played by Ray Winston. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the boss is always played by yeah, Ray yeah. Winston. So you didn't Ray even Winston. have to say, yeah, did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. It's a given. So, but he's a rival to Michael Caine, right? Right. right. He's rivals, right? 
But his his hench um, crew, played by, were all in this van who were tailing. They were working independently away from Ray, Ray Winston, working on their own. You've got a gang in a van with Neil Maskell, Richard Blackwood. Wow. From EastEnders. Yeah. And Alice Lowe. And Jamie Winston. <laughs> That's a hell of a van. Yeah. And who and she is playing Ray's daughter in in the film as oh, well. Oh, okay, sure. Um so something bad happens to her, I think. Oh. That gets Ray fucking angry. Um I reckon Alice Lowe could play like a really cold hard killer at one point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Richard Blackwood's a bit of a funny character, but uh, he tries the to British control. Chris Tucker. Yeah. And ah! <laughs> he tries to control Neil Maskell, who's a bit you know, gets a bit stressed out, as he does. You mm. know Neil Maskell, the guy from um, Ben Wheatley films, and he was right, the yeah, he's lead in that New Year's movie he made, New Year's Charlie. Yeah, he's, he's in Utopia. He's fantastic yes. in Utopia. Yes. He's Arby in Kill Utopia. List, and he's the hitman in Kill List. Yes. He's fantastic. But, um, so, yeah, so they're, they're, they all try to get Tom Hardy, but he escapes, and then he's in a mobility scooter with his dad, Michael Caine. And, <laughs> and, oh, no, there's more, right? Because, oh, yeah, yeah. And so um, uh, the travel agent, Tiff, is in an unhappy unha engagement with uh, a police officer, a Ben Copper. Um, so he gets all in the mix, but then she gets it on with Dexter Fletcher, the postman. They sort of, she's a travel agent, um, so we're gearing up to them fucking off with a load of money at some point, we yeah. hope. Mm -hmm. But, obviously, they've got a mix with Michael Caine's other sons, um, <laughs> played by Jason Statham and his wife, um, the the woman from Widows, the one with the, 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 the really short blonde hair and... The, oh, the I, I don't know the her jogging name, one, but she, she's she British. Was, she's brilliant. Um, and her, and then you've got Danny Dyer and, <laughs> and Martin McCutcheon. Um, Martin McCutcheon. Yeah, that's Danny Dyer's wife. He's he's one of Michael Caine's sons. This They're is like a family. You They're a family. They're a fucking family. You can't have this cast list of stone cold killers and just drop in Martin McCutcheon like it's no thing. Well, fucking Richard Curtis did in Love Fucking Actually. <laughs> So why don't you just think, fucking go back to she, Christmas? She was relevant back then. I remember. I remember at no, that time. Uh, no, she was. That, that was a lifeline. Richard threw her a lifeline. She was. Uh, it was at her the time. Moment. She, she was my dad's like number one. She was my dad's like number one. Uh, like like he, he fancied Martine McCutcheon above oh, any, really? any other human. Red's dad, if he's listening to this, he's, he's definitely not. <laughs> All right. Um, not a movie fan. You know, um, she, she was big news back then, but I'm talking about now, this is a strange booking. I've not seen her in the game for a while. Well, it gets stranger, right? Because that's the family, and there's also Vinnie Jones, who's the biggest brother, whose boyfriend is played by Benedict Wong. <laughs> so... <laughs> There's no way Benedict is saying yes to this. He is. He fucking is, right? And so you've got Richard Blackwood, whose sister uh, is played by um, Naomi Harris, from uh, the Bond films, uh, who played Money Penny, and her husband is Passon Joseph. They're both contract killers, and they get involved as well, and everyone ends up killing each other. Uh, but the postman and the uh, travel agent uh, get away with like loads of drugs and money, um, and just have a nice time. Um, uh, I think that's it. I mean, I have got a huge sort of chart in front of me. I I've scribbled all <laughs> over the... Uh, Jimmy the Shit! That was the name of Ray Winston. Jimmy... This shit. Um, so, yeah. Who's directing this? 
Uh, Guy fucking Richie. Yeah. Who was directing yours? Oh, did we decide? Did we decide? I think we did. Yeah, Jim Jamoosh. Oh, of course, yeah. Weird. Yeah, from from um, Ghost Talk. I mean, we could just swing it with Guy Ritchie for this, but I'm thinking maybe Dexter Fletcher could direct could it do. and star in he it could, and yeah. write it. Well, write it with me. Um, so, yeah. I mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. I'd say produced by Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Directed by Dexter and starring Dexter. This is Dexter's passion project after completing Bohemian Rhapsody and, and, and Rocket, Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Yes, it fucking is. <laughs> And, yeah, I've always liked uh, Dexter Fletcher. If you've never seen an old Dexter Fletcher movie called The Rachel Papers starring Jonathan Price, it's fucking great. Can I just say one thing? No. I mean, yes. I, th- I think if there's one thing that your movie is lacking... Is... It's time travel. Is there any way we could get it in there? This is a Mockney Cockney fucking gangster movie. Mm. Don't throw, blow your fucking doors off there, governor. Mm. Slags and blaggers yeah. and shits and fucks. Uh-huh. And, you know, get your, your geezers. Yeah. Put it in your, you know, what the... Sensing a lot of anger. Look, I owe a lot of people a lot of money. 